Welcome to another episode of Conversate, a podcast where we engage in conversation. In this week's episode, I, Kevin Bender, am joined by special guest Sam Kilpola, fellow drummer and occasional worship leader here at St. Peter and Paul in Houghton, Michigan. Now this week, we're engaging in a conversation about Easter. We'll talk about the Easter story, uh, its impact on our lives, and uh, what it means to rise. We hope you enjoy it. Good to see you, Sam. Good to see you there, Kevin. <laughs> How you doing today, man? Uh, it's been a good day, yeah. I'm on spring break right now and um, had some slow days at home. We've been just enjoying um, time together as a family and um, yeah, it's kind of nice to have this slow time during Holy Week that we can mm. um, kind of step back and yeah, take some time to recover, rest and yeah, yeah. enjoy some sunshine. Totally, yeah, the yeah. sun is shining today. Uh, looks gorgeous outside. We're recording this the day after uh, that little snow flurry we had on Wednesday? March 31st. March, that's right. It's April Fool's Day. Today. I haven't been fooled yet. <laughs> so hopefully not in this holy hour. Sam. No, no. <laughs> no, my daughter Paula wanted, she woke up and was like, April Fool's, like this is her first time ever understanding it. And she was like, what are we doing today? And I was like, I'm not quite sure. And she's like, what April Fool's did you do when you are a kid? And I was like, I don't know. I couldn't really remember many good ones. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping you would be like, you know, I have no idea what we're doing today. And she'd be like, oh, and then be like, no, I have a whole plan. Yeah, April I know. Fool's got gotcha. <laughs> And then you begin again, you'd be like, no, I actually don't though. April Fool's. That, yeah, that would have gone on for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I, You know, I'm not a big April Fool's guy, I'll be honest, Sam. I'm too gullible. I, I have memories of April Fool's Day. I remember one year, uh, my friend Adam Tigner, I was probably in like eighth grade, they, uh, at, at Sunday school, they do these giveaways if you had like perfect attendance. And there was these things called testaments. Oh, man. And they were yeah. mints with a yeah. little Bible verse on them. That was the coveted prize, all right? Yep. Uh, and uh, I remember Adam, he, he came over to my house. We lived in the parsonage. My dad's a pastor, so we're like you know, 100 feet from the church. Mm-hmm. He comes over and he's like, dude, Kev, you got to go over here. They're doing perfect attendance. Leonard Nage just got called. There's only like one package of testaments left. So I like, Got all hurry, got all ready. I was apparently behind that day. Sprint over there, all excited, get my testaments, and I get in there. It's no, nothing. They're not doing that at all. It's just a normal day. April Fools. April Fools. April Fools. <laughs> so I guess I'm a fool. Sam. Yeah. Yeah, I believe people too. Mm. So mm. I guess I could be fooled pretty easily too. All right. Well, yeah. we'll stick close. All right. Watch yeah, each other's yeah. backs. <laughs> well, yeah. So, so folks at home listening, I'm here today with. My friend, Mr. Sam Kilpola, longtime listener of the podcast, devoted fan, and fellow drummer. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. If you don't know, uh, Sam also plays in our praise band. He's mm-hmm. led worship. You've probably seen Sam Kilpola. Uh, if you're watching, you're looking at him right now. <laughs> uh, he just waved, if you're listening. Yeah, yep, I was waving. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and yeah, we're kind of here today to, to unpack and talk about uh, the resurrection, uh, Easter Sunday. Uh, this episode's coming to you after you know we just worshipped this past weekend. Uh, the celebration, and it's funny that we're talking about it on April Fool's Day because the resurrection. It oh, I don't know. Like, does that does it feel like something that's kind of like a gotcha? Yeah, in a way. I mean, it's it is so 
you know, they go looking for him and mm. he's not there. Um, and, you know, he, you know, Jesus shared and predicted and prophesied this, but it was still like, uh, guess what? I'm not here. Mm. And, um, yeah, I mean, such a, what a, what an amazing thing. And I mean, that's what our, our faith and Christian, our, you know, our, it's based on that resurrection. Mm. And, um, yeah, it's such a major part of it. It's what it is. Yeah, yeah. that's so true. And that's, I think it's a good point. Actually, I remember when I was getting interviewed to go to the seminary. So a kind of an entrance interview. Mm-hmm. Um, they ask you, you know, just some general question about basically what your faith built on. You know, what's your hope? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and... So of course, like yeah, everyone generally talks about Jesus dying on the cross, you know, like this is it's pretty pretty big. But what I learned after the interview was uh, they they smiled when I was giving my answer when I brought the resurrection. And after the interview, they told me you'd be surprised how many people forget to talk about. They just said Jesus died for you. Jesus died for me. Jesus died. Yeah. yeah, which we talk about a lot. Right. You know, yeah. we don't wear Jesus died for your sins. Yeah, we don't wear empty tomb necklaces, no, right? Yeah. Cross necklaces and. Hey, wow. I never kind of thought about that. Yeah. It, but without the resurrection, yep. the whole dying thing is kind of not so good. Right. You know? Um, if he's just a, you know, like a martyr. There have been other people in history who yep. have, you know, yep. spurred on movements who died and it made a, this massive impact, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because all the things they said and preached and taught. Sure. When, and got to, went to the point of, you know, laid down their life for their cause. I mean, that is, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what more can you give? Right. So, yeah. Exactly. But if, if that's all it was, then it's like, well, okay, Jesus is just another, another Martin yeah. Luther King Jr. or, mm-hmm. you know, another Gandhi or, yep. you know, pick your, pick your poison. But, yeah. yeah, so the resurrection, it's essential. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Now, I'm curious to hear from you, Sam, just when it comes to, to Easter, like, I don't know, do you remember it all? Like, when, at what point could you begin to to, to, to say that this is the the epicenter of our faith you know like is there any sense of as you're growing and getting older and maturing in your faith like or a time maybe when it hit home and it was like boom okay yeah i get why this is so important because i'm assuming you didn't come out of the womb just sure. like empty tomb <laughs> yeah i mean i grew up um in a in a in a church attending home in a christian household and and uh easter was a uh, an important mm. celebration every year and we you know growing up reading the word and attending Sunday school and um, it was just a it was a part of life it was just a part of my faith but I think probably when it started really hitting home or I maybe started understanding I think it wasn't it wasn't until like I think I was maybe in college and at that point when you're starting to become you're starting to become an adult. You're starting to become independent. You're starting to establish your your own, I, mean, I guess, your own thoughts and beliefs. Where mm-hmm. up to this point, I just got in the vehicle with my folks and went with them. But now it would be like, you know, I would have to make that conscious decision myself to go to be um, intentional about my actions and then further to be intentional about my beliefs and then. Um, you know, I attended Michigan Tech, and I think there, with my friends, um, and I'd say more my teammates. I, I ran cross country at Michigan Tech. I was a physics major. I didn't feel like I connected with a lot of those folks. Hmm. Um, you know, physicists and 
like faith. Don't like that Venn diagram seems like oftentimes doesn't intersect much, uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. you know, with like creationism versus how the Big Bang and just mm-hmm. physicists looking at, yeah, they're like God doesn't really fit into that equation. And so mm. I think I was faced with that was, that was the point where I started facing maybe some, I had to maybe explain what I believed and sometimes it sounded silly like I'd be like they'd be like so what do you, you know and I'd be like yeah this is this is my faith and I think that's when that you know that's when the the devil really puts those thoughts and doubts in your mind that mm. um yeah this this like you said like this whole resurrection thing and Jesus dying and mm. this old book um <laughs> yeah I think early in my faith and I'd say that's early in my faith walk is like when I started really um you know, owning it. Owning it, it yeah. yeah. But that's when um started meaning something to me. And mm. I remember one random Good Friday. So at Michigan Tech, they had this thing called MTU Idol for a couple of years. Awesome. Uh, I think it made one for two or three years. That was the time I was there. And I saw it. You know, I played guitar. Were you the MTU Idol? No, no, no. Oh, not. man. <laughs> and don't, you know. You're my MTU <laughs> idol now. <laughs> and it was basically American Idol at MTU. And okay. It was about as dorky as you could imagine. They had additions. I sang a song. I got in. Nice. I think I made it through a couple rounds. But it was Good Friday. It was interesting because mm. it was, I think, the church I attended to, I attended at the time, I think we had a Good Friday service at 1 p.m. And I think it was about the time that this MTU Idol was going on. And at that time, I would have still gone to that service and um it was it was a small crowd it was it was not, i'm not gonna lie and say i was talking to the, the whole masses. campus there <laughs> small crowd gathered there i think i think at that point we maybe had a half day i think recently that's gone away now i think mm-hmm. i don't think there's any good friday time off at tech i'm i could be wrong you guys could correct us but feel free to yes. message in mail in any comments <laughs> Let us or know, uh, but, yeah we'll edit yeah. the show and uh so yeah, I think I I said something about I had a song that I sang and I think it had some it's a Finnish song actually. I can't remember the name of it even. Mm. But it had something to do with it was it was a it was a Christian song and that it had a it had a faith message, maybe not point blank, but mm-hmm. but I did mention that today it's a fitting day today on Good Friday and I remember being like, I'm gonna say this to a bunch of people. And some of my friends were there and maybe they weren't that familiar with my faith and so I guess the long answer is yeah in college it started meaning a wow yeah <laughs> it started a, meaning quite a bit to me so that's an incredible answer man uh I'm ama- like seriously like that you know I don't know uh be interested to, to hear from some of our folks you know listening in but for, just from my own experience like okay like okay I, it's my job to go up and speak in front of groups of people right about right, jesus but right, i'm generally right. speaking to people who are already kind of in on you know yeah. the whole deal yeah uh, i mean hopefully you know every now and then we get some mm-hmm. folks who are new to it and it's like wow that's a sweet opportunity but man yeah when i was in college i was you were you were leagues ahead of me my friend i was like <laughs> i needed someone to come witness i needed i need to go to mtu idol <laughs> here and be like, oh yeah Friday. um that's pretty cool man uh, that you had the opportunity to yeah yeah it was kind of cool yeah um, that and it it was this moment that i was like yeah it kind of was like i was like wow here i am not going to good friday service mm. and yeah it was mm-hmm. that's when it started to hit me i'm like 
yeah, this is something that I really do value and, and this is what I believe in. And, um, you know, it's kind of going into that weekend, Good Friday into Saturday and then Resurrection Sunday. And Yeah. 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 Well, and, and interesting, like that dynamic, which I think you're drawn out of like, here's here's people worshiping on a good friday you know this death of a guy who everyone hated at you know at the time yes. <laughs> essentially right yep. and on the other side here we have our kind of our you know american cultural yes mtu idol i mean you know, like american... as cliche like if you want to yeah mtu idol like yeah. put all those things together right, right yeah just how you know like what our culture promotes and what we think and what, yeah. we're, what we're what we're uh, you know searching for Right, exactly. Yeah. And at the same time, you know, uh, it's not to me, I hear your story and it's like you're toting that line of, because we're also called to be in the world. Yeah. You know, yeah. we're not mm-hmm. called to cloister ourselves away Absolutely. from it. Absolutely. Um, but sure. to actually engage with the world. And um, some of my favorite bands are actually the ones who do have a, uh, a more implicit uh, faith message. Yeah. Because I think that's generally, at least from some of the artists I've heard, their goal is basically look, we want people who don't believe in Jesus sure, to, yeah. to be listening to us. Absolutely. And if we're, you know, and there's a place, I think, for all those types of music, but yeah. Um, yeah. But it's really neat when, you know, you got a friend who's jamming to a band and you're like, you know what he's talking about? Mm-hmm. You know, and you yeah. can drop that knowledge bomb. It's like, whoa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and those lyrics are, yeah, that's like that word, like in, in music, and that's such a powerful thing because it's really, yeah, mm. hearing spoken word versus, you know, word that's, song it's you know mm-hmm. um that's how our brain like it's that added dimension of of music to it that really sticks in and kind of go it kind of mm. gets in in a new way and uh-huh yeah i was working at a finnish language camp and t- teaching these kids finnish we would just do songs oh sure. and so singing it you know and that's like it's such a way that you pick it up and you learn it and so mm-hmm. yeah to learn through song is such an awesome way and so yeah that those messages in those in that music can be really powerful. Yeah. Did they videotape this, Sam? MTU Idol? Oh, man. I, <laughs> How do I, I get a hold of the I tapes? I know, right? This was, you know... What yeah, what I, years are we I, talking? What am I? I'm like, yeah, I'm in my 30s now. So this was, you know, over a decade ago. And so this is pre, like... All right, 2009. I'll go check. I don't know. When, when, did, when did YouTube become oh, being a big question. thing? Like, yeah. Was, was YouTube really... It was when I was in college, which was around that time as well. Oh, yeah, okay. but like... We got to come back to this, Sam. Okay. Well, I mean, if you're okay sharing your age. Yeah, yeah. I think you already did. Yeah, 35. So, and I and I graduated in 09. I'm just trying to think, like, when could you start looking stuff up on YouTube? Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's on YouTube. I don't... It's... Like, YouTube was definitely around then. Yeah. But I think it was in those early stages where it's a real niche thing. You recorded on a camera. Oh, yeah. You plugged that camera into a desktop. <laughs> you <laughs> uploaded it. That's right. Yeah, gosh. Like three hours later, the video is yeah. still <laughs> uploading. Yeah. Times have changed. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, well, so I want to circle back just, just briefly yeah. uh, to make one comment on, because um, you mentioned, you know, this, this tension of uh, at tech and with this physicist, physicist yeah. and faith. Yeah. You know, something like faith and science or faith and reason. Yes. Um, yep. Seem like things that are combative. Oh, I know. And uh, yep. I, I, I just heard um, a message uh it was really interesting. It was about, um, it, it was an Easter message. So just kind of getting in this mode of Easter and um, listening to the sermon. And it's in John's account. So over the weekend, we would have heard Mark's account, uh, chapter 16 of the resurrection. But all four gospels, of course, mention the resurrection. And in John's account, uh, we hear a Peter and Peter and John kind of race into the tomb, right? Yep, yep. And John outruns Peter because John's like the young gun. Uh, he's the one that 
he lives outlives all the other disciples actually like as, yeah. as history goes on but um it says that peter peter looked in the tomb and uh this is what the pastor of this message was saying peter looked at the tomb and and saw but the word for saw like and looked into the tomb that, that the greek uses is not the normal like vision which is uh, some Greek word, blepo, uh, okay. to see. Mm-hmm. It's actually uh, the Greek word that means to theorize. To theorize. Because, so Peter's looking into this tomb mm-hmm. and things aren't adding up. Because if, if, if it's, you know, if it's grave robbers, why are the linens with all the expensive ointments and, and you know, death yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, spices and all that, why mm-hmm. are those still in the tomb? So that doesn't make sense. If it's if it's other followers of Jesus, why also leave the clothes? You yeah, know, yeah. like why wouldn't you take those and have hmm. them? They would be important to yep. you. So he's he's trying to figure out like what is actually going on here, um, and uh, and so the point of the message, at least part of this Easter message, was that you know, sometimes we view faith and reason as combative, mm-hmm. but there's actually a lot of like hi- historical evidence for the resurrection. Um, I mean, for one, you have a bunch of eyewitness accounts right. documenting this. Yeah. Uh, uh, Paul in Corinthians, which we did here over the weekend, he names a bunch of people. He's like, look, if you want to talk to somebody, go talk to this guy. Talk to this dude. Talk to myself. We're all witnesses of this yeah. resurrection. Yep. Um, because Jesus, you know, appeared to a number of people after. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, so, so, I mean, I mean, that's one bit. But then you also just have the fact that, like, Christianity is what it is today. At the time, right, it's a bunch of Jews following Jesus around. They believed in monotheism. You know, they believed one God, yeah. which is why the Pharisees were all ticked off at Jesus in right. the first place. Yeah. Well, all, I, and I forgot this. What was I, looking? I was looking at a piece of artwork that uh, someone was showing me, and um, I was like, oh, why has he got that thing on his head? <laughs> you know, the yarmulke, right? Is that what it's called, right? The little I hat. So, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, that's right. There are Jews. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like so right. bad on me. Right. Like, I should know this. This is my profession. But anyway, so these Jews, these are Jews following Jesus. And they actually believe that he is God. Yeah. That's like unprecedented mm-hmm. for that belief system, that worldview. Sure. So for that to change, it would have had to been something out of this world, essentially. Yep. And, uh, and, and of course, you know, we follow in their footsteps and say, yeah, we believe that. Right. Yeah. So anyway, sorry, that was a much, I've ranted there no, for no. a bit, but <laughs> no, I mean, I, that's something that I, yeah, faith and belief and science and, and that, that those kind of conflicting things and those things that go at odds, you know, I myself as a believing Christian and mm. someone that teaches physics that <laughs> I I like embrace like the, I, I mean, I love teaching physics. I love studying how things work mm. and learning um, about everything. And and I think it just shows God's amazing wonder and creation in all of us. And I just, you know, it, it to me, it's just to, to see how just incredible everything is, you know, when we, and, um, and like, I'll just drop those things in, in the classroom sometimes kind of as like, like what like can you can you believe that this is how I mean you know, something like mm. like the moon is four hundred times as farther away, but four hundred times smaller than the sun, so it's like its angular diameter matches the sun, right? And just one of those things I'm like, isn't that crazy how perfectly that is, you know? Uh just like that 
I'm, I'm like, it's awesome. It's such a great, you know, like I think the Lord's created such an amazing universe and, mm. and creation and world. And so, yeah, I, I, I think it's just like the, to, to show God's creation and, and, um, yeah. So, yeah, it's good to, it's yeah. good to embrace it. I think, yeah, yeah you know, yeah. embrace the, mm-hmm. the tension with it, Yes, yeah. you know, be, and, and I think there are times, well, in history, there were times too, right? When, uh, it seemed like faith in science were contradicting each other, right? Right. I mean, Copernicus and like all, yeah, like the, 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 all the models of the solar system as they developed, you know, I mean, that's, you know, putting, taking earth from the center and putting the sun and like this heliocentric, geocentric theories. I mean, there's, you know, church was persecuting people for making observations. Yeah. Oh man. And so yeah, there's a bad track history or track record there, but absolutely. Yeah, people are dying over this, yeah. man. And they're dying because they're speaking the truth. Yeah. This is the crazy thing to me too is, right. I mean, you know, Jesus says, I am the truth. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And so that's, I think that's a comfort to us when it comes to science. Like, let, like, let's be excited about what we discover. Yeah. This is God's world. Yeah. You know? And if, if we discover something new that we didn't know formerly, mm-hmm. that we know a little bit more about how God designed it all. Absolutely. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Not to be like seeking the truth in it, but to like, to kind of be seeing, yeah, seeing God's, God's work and design and understanding it. And, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, to me, like, like mathematical models, I'm just like, I just love them because like, you know, we can predict where mm. rocks hurling in space are going to be exactly and then blast something off Earth and, you know, months later they land there. And it's like, yeah, that was perfect. You guys, you guys figured it out. Like there's, it's a, but it's, uh, it kind of shows like that, like the. A design. Yeah, yeah the design, like the perfect. Uh-huh. Uh, periods of all the things and just how it all works and uh, I right. think it's just so amazing and mm-hmm. and for us to, I think for us we just like when we like start to look at how it all works we're just unpacking it and learning a little more on, on how it all has been created so mm-hmm. yeah, yeah yeah I think there's uh, some psalm out there that says uh, or maybe it's maybe it's a New Testament letter but something about you know the heavens declare you know mm-hmm. your majesty basically yeah. so like yep. outer space mm-hmm. so, I, mean, I mean and now we're really this is recent that we're digging into all that stuff. Right. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. like, actually getting out there and seeing it. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, when I was a kid, I wanted to be an astronaut. That was kind of my <laughs> dream. So, felt a little short of the stars, but uh, hopefully I'm doing all right at, at my current <laughs> occupation. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. So, yeah, so so you're a teacher, Sam. Uh, you teach physics. Uh, I think it's cool that you're weaving in your faith with that as well and dropping these, even just these prods to the kids. Sure, yeah. Basically, hey, think about your world, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're also a father to yeah. three uh, hilarious kiddos. Mm-hmm. I guess with the jury's out on Timo, I don't know, he hasn't joked around with me too much yet, but Stina and Paola, pretty funny. I'm yeah. sure Timo will be funny. Yeah, yeah, Timo's a big smiler. It, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he is. How has that been... Um, like to be a father when it comes to the resurrection, you know, like for or for Paula, for Stina, like are they, like do they kind of get what's going on? Is that something that like you see kind of their light bulbs going off? What's it like being a dad and seeing your kids, you know, um, like you were kind of formed in in the church and your mm-hmm. parents took you and um, yeah, but now you have this opportunity to feed into your own kids. Yeah, um, yeah. What's that been like? I mean, it's a whole new <clears throat> level of. Yeah, when as a parent and looking at what your kids are learning, I mean, it is, it's undescribable until you experience it of how the responsibility and the, 
um, so what's the word? Kind of like the how intentional all of a sudden you get about mm. and like I'm thinking, you know, it's it's these are my kids and and I want to prepare them. I want them to know love of Jesus and um, mm. yeah, I think you start to one thing that's come out of it is you start to realize how intense the Old Testament was. Oh, you yeah. know, you get these kids' Bibles. You you kind of get the ones where it's like this one's for the baby. It's like four pages long. Yeah. Four cardboard pages long. Yeah. And you know, it's like creation, Moses, uh, something about the Gospels, and then you get it to like next one where it's like a little bit more. And recently, uh, we've got some kids' picture Bibles that are like over hundred pages long, and it's oh, wow. it's starting to get into yeah some of the yeah some of the hardships of the world and. And yeah, and there, there, there was some, there were some bloody, bloody battles. No kidding. Some yeah. conflict and and like even on on Sunday too. This past Sunday when there was the in in the service we saw a clip of a video of mm. of Jesus um, carrying the cross and collapsing, and then Simon picking it up, and and all of a sudden it's like, wow, this is. This is some hard stuff. Mm. And Amanda and I, as we parent and as, as we, um, you know, teach our children about what Jesus did, mm. it, we've come to realize that, yeah, there's, it's really intense. And the world, and our, you know, earth has we've got some, there's some bad stuff that goes on. And there's, we need Jesus and mm. to kind of come to grips with our, our sinful selves and, and what happens and hmm. so yeah they've they've picked like they pick up on that quick to like why why is this happening or what's you know they want to can you read that book about that one angry or that story about the anger guy and all this and yeah you really have to start to navigate that and mm-hmm. and kind of get real with them quick sure and so yeah i, I want to shelter and be like ah uh. uh, let's Get to the picture of Jesus holding the lambs and the sheep and people cuddling, or you know, just like yeah, you know, that's the nice part. But you know, mm. we also have to tell the re- the true story and and what we're saved from and wow, yeah, and why we need Jesus and why the res- resurrection does matter. And so, yeah, it's yeah, I think kind of maybe becoming an adult was is one part of your faith walk, but then becoming a parent too is mm. that is definitely another step where uh, yeah. You kind of again start to maybe evaluate your beliefs or kind of check in, or you have to share in a new way. And I don't know. Yeah, kids are going to keep you on your toes. If nothing yes, else, right? They're yep. going to ask questions that's yep. like maybe we're not asking ourselves. Yes. Yep. You know? They bring up things that you're like, huh? Maybe. Yeah. So prompts. Yeah. It's it's a new prompt. It's an it's a new era, and it's it's good. It's mm. awesome, and it's not easy. <laughs> yeah, you know, and that, new challenges. that's really what stands out to me, man, as you talk about it is, um, and I love the way you said it, like, that this also is the point of the resurrection. Like, we talked about, you know, we can't just yeah. have Jesus on the cross and dead. Yeah. You know, with no resurrection, that's fruitless. But you can't just have the resurrection either. And, man, I think you're right. Like, just in general, when I think about, I don't know, just how humans tend to behave, you know, it's not like we're on social media posting about our junk we're not airing out our dirty laundry um it's hard to talk about i mean even to talk about things going on in the world right now i i uh you know i keep uh, seeing stuff about like george floyd Mm -hmm. and thinking back to last summer well it's been really come up again now because that trial happening exactly (laughs) and uh 
that's not an easy that's not an easy conversation for a lot of reasons. Yep. I mean, yeah. you're talking about you know uh, people's feelings about violence, about uh, and that's you know so with kids that's kind of tough, but that's yep. just the first step for us. You know, we're talking about um, racism and. Yep. Uh, corruption, you know, and yep. <laughs> you get it's going to get politicized, of course, just yep. immediately. And mm-hmm. but, um, but this also seems to be what God calls us to, right? To, you know, Jesus, right? Take up your cross and follow me, right? He doesn't tell us, don't look, you know, don't look at this, uh, uh, don't pay attention to this hard stuff, you know, try to only just have this good, happy stuff. No, Jesus is pretty raw. God's pretty raw about like the reality of life Mm -hmm. and um that's not easy but it's also to me he wouldn't be be god if he didn't address those things you know yeah if he didn't come kind of point blank and and make you grapple with yeah the yeah the tough stuff that we go through in life and um and for an unbeliever that's struggling and i think that's that's really important that we got to realize is Mm -hmm. those are the places we got to go and those are the that's what yeah, if that if that's the struggle that someone has, and we all have, mm. not to say as a Christian now. Yeah, I mean, as a Christian, I'm not part of the world anymore. I'm I am the world. I am mm. someone that continues to <laughs> struggle and sure, but yeah, for sure. I mean, it's something that it's our. I mean, I think it's really the connection you yes. know that we have with all humanity. Yes, look, you can't go immediately to a non-believer. You know, if you go right to your unbelieving friend and just start dropping spiritual lingo and, and mm. biblical, you know, right. it's going to be like, but you talk about a struggle you're going through. Well, they'll relate. Absolutely. They'll get it because yeah. they have struggles too. Mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, I think of this as kind of a goofy analogy or a goofy illusion, but uh, I really love the Dark Knight trilogy. Uh, so fun fact about Pastor Kevin. <laughs> uh, Christopher Nolan, yep. amazing director. You, <laughs> If you're listening, uh, you're amazing, sir. Love your movies. Prestige. It's a great one. But in uh, in the Dark Knight, so the Dark Knight, if you don't know, it's about Batman. Um, so this is a story of Batman. And when Bruce Wayne is this little boy, I love this in the movie, it's a little flashback, right? Um, I don't know if it's when he falls down the well, because he falls down the well. That's after his parents are de- dead. Sorry, spoiler alert. Yeah. Batman's <laughs> parents die. That's why he wants to fight crime. Uh, but but at some point in the There's movie... There's a lot more that still happens, too. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just the preface. Um, but no, at some point in the movie, Bruce Wayne, Batman, when he's a little kid, he falls. Mm-hmm. And his dad comes by, and, and Bruce is kind of, you know, he's crying a little bit. It's great Disney. His dad says... Bruce, why do we fall down? And then Bruce answers, clearly because he's been trained by his father to say this, so that we can get back up again. And uh, the word resurrection, like in the Greek, it's this word anastasis. And it literally just means to stand up. Hmm. To stand up. And that, to me, this is also kind of this beauty of the resurrection. Yeah. Is that, you know, we talk about it a lot as life after death. Of course it is. Of course it is. It was for Jesus, you know, and he's the first fruit. So it happened for him. It's going to happen to all those who believe in him. But we got so many other resurrections, right? So many other Easter moments in our lives because we have all sorts of falling downs, mm-hmm. you know? Oh, yeah. Even in the beginning of our worship services, every week it's confession and absolution, yeah. right? We, we recognize our slip-ups and our fall-downs and being, you know, I'm, I am the world, right? Like, I'm a part of the world, but um, but then God gives us that resurrection piece, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, 
and the beauty of it too, you know, of the gospel is that it's not a, it's not a strike. It's not a, it's not a, I have to be so strong that I always get up, but actually that, that God is kind of, you know, he's grabbing us yes, yep. by our shirt collars and yep. helping us get, you know, mm-hmm. right back on our feet. And uh, even if that comes through, you know, what seems like our own strength. Yeah. You know, so I think people in the world, they, you know, they might think, well, you know, you just got to be tough. You got to be hard, right. you know, but I mean, God's one giving you strength anyway, you know. Yeah. Um, no, and I think that's just, that's so important to recognize too, that, mm-hmm. you know, you know, you see, you see the sea of self-help, um, you see kind of this prosperity gospel type mm-hmm. of movements on where it starts, you know, you can look in a lot and look at what you're doing wrong and how you can improve mm. and then how you can kind of pick yourself up too. And, and that can, that can seem attractive too, because, you know, you can think, oh, wow, these are the things that I can do to get to this place. Mm-hmm. Um, Our ego loves it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you know, um, and I mean, there's things we do to, I mean, improve our lives. Mm-hmm. Not yeah, I mean, not saying. <laughs> I just, just just kick back, just, relax, like, let it all go. But you know, there's, yeah. But um, yeah, God wants to mature us. He's yeah, growing us. Yeah. He wants us to dis- kind of be disciplined. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah so that's to know that you know we get up because God can maybe you know, God's part of that that helps us get up and mm-hmm. maybe the reason why we we know we can get up. Mm. Um, yeah. And, you know, sometimes we're we're down in a dark place, and and um, yeah, that sometimes it's the only reason why we're like, wow, mm. we can move on from this, mm-hmm. whatever it might be that you know, we're dealing with and going through. Yeah, the resurrection kind of is like every other little little resurrection we have. Yeah, I like that Points to know to that it. resurrect is to stand up. Yep. Yeah. So actually, uh, there's a thing called a lectionary. That's like this like. Bible like reading pattern that like oh, a lot of churches tend to use yeah. basically gives you a structure for your year yep. that kind yep. of thing mm-hmm. um, runs on a three year cycle for some yep. uh, in almost every week in almost every week one of the readings will have that resurrection word oh, uh-huh. because anytime yeah. you know uh, you know Jesus even if it's not a death but like even saying to someone get up sure. you know, stand up or he rose uh, to, and said this yeah. like that Anastasis word shows up. So it's kind of cool that that's uh, just a part of uh, mm-hmm. uh, so many weeks in that in that church year, and you're reading it more than you realize. Yeah, you know. No, that, that's something we need to hear each week. Is mm-hmm. that, yes, yeah, is is a word of encouragement to to get up and to to know that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's a really. That's good. Yeah. We we need to be reminded. Amen, brother. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, we hope that this has been a good reminder to you. Of uh, this resurrection that you literally just worshipped and experienced yeah, a couple yep. days ago, so yeah. it probably didn't need reminding quite this fast. <laughs> but um, we're really thinking about it as we're approaching it today. So yeah, that's right. It's it's surrounding our our life right now. But that's good. So yeah, uh, yeah we uh, uh, we'll continue to look at uh, what this means for us, the impact of the resurrection. Uh, we heard Aaron preach uh, one for all, Jesus for all of us, um, and it'll be interested to see how that kind of corresponds with this conversation. I'm curious sure. to hear that after yeah. the fact. But but as we move on, we'll be seeing um, all these different areas that the resurrection impacts. Uh, so stay tuned. Stay with us. Uh, thanks for listening to us today. And Sam, thank you for being uh, part of the conversation. Yeah. I mean, thanks for conversating. I was going to say. It, yeah. So thanks for having me on. And, and uh, yeah. Hey, he, he is risen. 
He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See ya. <laughs>